Welcome to Weekend at Effie's. This week, we're going to talk about the journey made from Los Angeles to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, to Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're going to talk about a lack of sleep and the wonderful Samoan heritage of the NOI family. And we're going to talk about things like Lebanese food, uh, biceps, Le- Lebanese, Lebanese biceps, biceps, Lebanese pecs, Canada Day, uh, street fighting, your body hurting all the time, uh, air travel versus ground travel. We're going to talk about Crystal the Monkey, one of the most talented actors of our generation. We're going to talk about doggies. We're going to talk about our StarCast live show coming up. And we're going to talk about delicious foods we like to eat when we're just feeling like crap. I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you for being here. My name is Effie. I'm a professional wrestler. Joining me is going to be my lovely co-host as always, Pitar. Hello. And uh, you can follow us at Effie Lives or at Low Sky Dance. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Weekend at Effie's or on TikTok at Weekend at Effie's, which we're back on. And if you want to support us on the Patreon, it's much appreciated. Weekend at Effie's.com. All you have to do is click, give me that, give me that $5. And now, uninterrupted, here it is, Weekend at Effie's. <laughs> that wasn't recorded, was it? Might have been. Oh no, my noises! I'm making noises. Welcome to the newest edition of my life as a uh, person who's on the road, and it's me, Effie, the person whose life is on the road. Hi, Pitar. Hello, uh, Pitar. We have. We're about to enter into the most tumultuous time of the year. It's the most tumultuous time of the year. If you heard me on the mini-sode on Patreon, just I'm going to apologize again for being kind of a cunt. Because uh, I wasn't very nice about some things that I'm doing right now. Uh, meaning that the Big Gay Brunch has just been stressing me out. It's... It's okay for things that people enjoy and that are good to not be perfectly peaceful through the process of making them happen. That's, wow, that was esoteric. That was beautiful. Good. And But then I have to remember, like you said, it always is squeezing me a little bit. The juice is worth the squeeze, but I am the one being squeezed. I'm about to announce the final match today. And yesterday, one of our TikToks got a little traction. Of me giving a little knowledge about you know my thoughts on pro wrestling obviously and lots of supportive information that was wonderful to see uh follow us on tiktok follow us on tiktok weekend at effies do you get the whole podcast on tiktok absolutely not do you get me giving you quips of wisdom absolutely if you actually listen to the whole podcast so you would have heard that probably what two weeks before yeah. Yeah. See, like you would have already known this stuff, but it's good to get the information out there. And I think having these little clips that go with it will help people find us, help people listen to us, and help people realize that uh, I'm that girl. I'm the girl you thought I was. I'm that bitch. I'm the one. One. I'm Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. That's a line from RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars, uh, the song they had to make. I'm not going to do the whole rap. I did the whole rap last night on Twitch. It's one of my favorite hip-hop verses of all time, done by Roxy Andrews, who's here to make it clear. She knows you love her, baby. That's why you brought her here. (laughs) Uh, Just announced, as we're speaking here, the first ever live Weekend at Effie's stage show. We are going to have the recording of it, but it's also going to be live fully on video for the Premier Streaming Network. And not only will I be there, but we will also have Pitar live on stage with us at StarCast. I'm making you come to my signing earlier in the day because I think people will be excited to see you. So, yeah, I'm kind of using you to get more people to come to my table. I love it. I think that's fair. I love it. And you will also be in attendance for the Big Gay Brunch. Yes. Which is going to yes. be incredible. Now, I really would like to get you there Friday night, at least, at minimum. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out because I'm having a real brutal match Friday night. Okay. And it's against Violence is Forever. That's the name of their team. That would be the team of Dom Guarini and Kevin Koo. Dom Guarini, former MMA fighter. Kevin Koo, uh, just a good friend with a bad attitude who doesn't mind punching me in the face. Love that. Uh, just two beautiful humans. And they've known me and Allison Catch for a very long time, which tends to lead to a very violent match. So I'm hopeful that we can storm the Chicago beaches 
and battle each other in our special way. And if you're there for that, good. And if you're not, you know what? That's fine. We'll be okay either way. I have a big astrological weekend that weekend. It's very funny. So I was like, let's just take a look. Well, okay. First off, I was looking at Donald Trump's chart because there's a lot going on in that one. The devil went down to Georgia and now he's being indicted on a Mm -hmm. lot of charges. Ooh, it feels nice. (laughs) Ooh, it gives me a little tingly down there. You know, like, what's really your turn on these days? It's Republicans having to eat the shit that they shit out of their own asses. So, good luck. Nah, actually, I take it back. Break a leg, motherfucker. Isn't that what you're supposed to say? Oh, is that a, like, that's a theater thing that means good luck, because you're not supposed to say good luck, because good luck is bad luck? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to break a leg. Is it like a, what do you mean it's a big astrological weekend? I don't have to get deep into it, but like, is it good? Oh, yeah, 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 is yeah. It like it's a, um. Defining? There, yeah. <laughs> Bebop's here as well. Uh, those are not ghosts for those that are tracking. I saw actual human beings walk by. Uh, no, it's um, for people that might be deeper into uh, astrological stuff. I have what is known as a bond loosening where part of my fate shakes loose that weekend. Specifically on the day that we're doing the podcast. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm ending a cycle and starting a new one that weekend. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a good thing. It's a good thing. I think it's going to, you're going to see that this is something that you're very skilled at too. It is not something I'm comfortable with, though it is something I've done a lot throughout my life where I all of a sudden will find myself in circumstances where they go... You need to be talking in front of a group of people. And I go, okay, I guess. Well, part of this is I'm hoping we can use it as a bit of a litmus test. Because in my mind, and this is me like really talking ahead and being too excited. In my mind, I would like to book out a month where I'm not wrestling. Yeah. Where you and myself take some road dates to just do sort of a, like like an on the road. Yeah. Go to the crowd, have long talks two to three hour shows where we go over everything and we talk through the history and we get into all kinds of crazy things. But I need this as sort of a litmus test to do that. Right. And part of me thought it would be like as a college campus sort of entertainment thing, because I thought, well, you know, you, you know, you went to college and um, I'm talking about myself. I don't know. I didn't go to college. Good. Don't do it. It's a waste of money. It turns out, turns out most people are realizing pretty big waste of money. Everyone's having to pay their loans back now. Joe Biden didn't help anyone. What a fucking loser. Uh, here we are. So, but it turns out, I don't think college kids give a fuck. You know, I don't want to have to be the inspiring homosexual every night. Like, even if you're gay and still have things you like, and you can still prove yourself. Like, I want to just be like raw and authentic with people who want to see us. And so I would like to do that as a, an exercise to not only heal my body, but to also free my mind and to see if it's beneficial that people, I think people would want to come to these places and see us um, and just sort of get the story of Effie and the story of us and the story of what we're doing out here, but I also think it would be highly entertaining. And uh, there are plenty of places, like I say, every town is Effie's hometown. So it's, uh, I told somebody this weekend, I don't have a hometown because it'd be a long list to announce because every town is my hometown. Every town I've been to ever, I've been over like a hometown hero. So I can't, can't deny it. Let's figure it out. Let's get through this first. Starcast six, Chicago, Illinois. Going to be great. Big Gay Brunch seven happening Saturday morning. And then Sunday we will have our live show. They have not announced that part yet, but I'm announcing it now. Sunday we will have our live show early, early, not that early, like one or two, but early enough to where you're not going to miss anything that you want to go see. I think there's a pay-per-view or something. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Who cares? I have my own pay-per-view. It's at noon the day before. And that means I'm going to be done. Oh, this is what's great. I'm going to be done with the show by 2.30 or 3. And then I have the rest of the day to like not be at other shows. Hell yeah. Typically, Big A Brunch has been on a Sunday and at 11. And now it's a Saturday. Pay me. Pay me, guys. Now it's Saturday at noon. And so that's like, there's a bit of a... I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to be pulled to the brim. The past two Chicago Big Gay Brunches, I have not slept and I've shown up covered in blood from the previous night's engagements in the War Games cage. But I've since learned War Games has been shifted a bit and I can't say anything else. There still will be War Games down the line, but it will not be at this Chicago date. So 
it's going to be nice. I'm going to have a little more energy than I'm used to, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. We might meet Dennis Rodman. Did you know that? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, he's one of the guests of StarCast. Whoa. And I tried to get him to do the podcast. I'm just going to be honest here. I tried to get him to do the podcast. Not going to do it. Mm. But but I still think we have a chance to meet Dennis Rodman if we want to. He's one of my only sports people. Well, also, he like goes to Pride Parades. I mean, and North Korea. Like, I'm not going to beat around that bush. He does go to North Korea. But I imagine the North Korea Dennis Rodman has shown is a little different than that of the North Koreans who live there. You know? you know that they they made it to Mars in the 90s and we just didn't hear about it? You've been watching, uh, what's it called, For All Mankind? Yeah. This Apple TV Plus uh, subscription has really gone somewhere. I got to let you know, I'm going to cancel the Netflix. I'm sorry. Okay, that's I fine. Just, I can't. I keep uh, getting hacked. It's been transferred to German and Spanish. Yeah. And it's too expensive. And I'm just tired I, of them. I've... I realized that it was in Spanish and I went to go, I confidently went to go change the language on it and I logged out. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good app and it doesn't work mobile. So like I can't open the Netflix app on my iPhone. There's like something wrong with the Netflix app itself. So like with Hulu, I can download episodes, I think. Maybe I can't, but I can watch episodes in the airport at least. Uh, I've been watching Atlanta on my travels as we've, I was, Listen, once again, this is on me. I just don't like being told what to do. I don't either. Even if it's by a trusted friend. I'm sure Avatar is great. I don't... Mm. Avatar... We're watching Avatar, Pitar. I made you watch Transformers Rise of the Beast. We discussed that on the mini-sode. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I we both... Uh, yeah, we don't want to be told what to do. I get it. I get it. But I'm going to make you watch Avatar 1 and 2. And if anybody out there is going, what is he talking about, Avatar? Girl, sit down. Because Avatar is beautiful, expansive cinema. And I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of telling people it's not. It blew my mind. I saw it at the IPIC theater. I rarely go to the IPIC theater. I've got Lucy That's the me. super high-end one, right? Yeah, it's so fucking expensive. But they also, like, you have, like, a waitress person who, like, brings you snacks. You can be like, I'll have another Twizzlers. And they're like, $19. And you're like, oh, cinema. <laughs> when did your subscription go into? My subscription? For AMC. Oh, it's done. It's done? It's done. It's dead? Yeah, well, it's because I set it Fuck. up I set it up on my cash card. That way I would be able to like not let it go through if I decided to do that. Yeah. And then it just didn't work. I even had the intention to put money on that and then let it process out, but then they just canceled it. Well, I'm back to going to the AMC on my own for certain films. Uh, we did not... AJ got us tickets to the premiere of Red, White, and Royal Blue which is like the bottom fantasy gay film. Mm, mm -hmm. And we did not go, but he still watched it on Amazon prime. So now I'm not going to watch it. I just, I don't know. I saw what I want to see this year. Uh, there's more movies, Pitar. Yeah. And you know what? I'll say this. It has helped me go see movies. I would have not otherwise seen. Okay, fine. Maybe I'll... I don't know. Don't listen. I'm not going to keep convincing you to get Maybe it. They did kind of fuck on you a little bit. The winter season, I will hop back on. Yeah. But also, I'm going to be getting... I'm not supposed to say this. I'm going to be getting all my SAG screeners in. So, I opted in. I did it right. So, we're going to have SAG screeners of everything. So, really, like, there's going to be a lot of films that you don't need to go see. Because That's perfect. I have SAG screeners, which you're legally not allowed to watch. They're for my eyes only. Mm -hmm. I can't stop you. <laughs> because <laughs> the discs are just right there and it's in a big oopsie daisy and also fuck the studios we're gonna watch whatever we want all right arg that's what a pirate says right yeah okay i guess i should talk about this weekend so i had to rush out of the house friday now i didn't leave until friday i took bebop to the vet uh and bebop got his bill of health he's good he's happy he's tubby this is a problem Tub Bob. Tub Bob. So he gained two pounds, which he's a little guy. So like, and this is on me. It's on me. 100% on me. I like giving him treats. I like him being a little tubby. He's nicer when he's tubby. Yeah. But I also want him to live a long, happy, healthy life. So we're going to work on reducing his food intake a little bit and helping him lose two pounds. He has to lose two pounds. He was 36 pounds. They said he needs to be 34 pounds. When I got him, he was 30 pounds, so he was underweight then. They said he needs to go up a little bit. He's a real, It's a real precarious balance for Bebop. 
to be at the weight he needs to be at. He's shamefully sniffing his butt right now. Yeah, I know. I can't stop him. Um, and maybe that'll help him curb his food cravings, you mm-hmm. know? Sometimes they say carry around something to sniff so you don't want to... And he carries it around in his ass. Uh, he's not liking it. I don't... <laughs> I can't. Here's the thing, though. Don't lick your butt. Here's the thing, though. I would if I could. Okay? Sorry. It's just the facts, all right? One time I did yoga way too much. Like, I was... This is this is a long time ago. I did yoga way too much. Here's how I know: I could get my dick into my mouth, and I realized at that moment. And this is right when like DoorDash is getting big, and you know, lots of streaming services have everything. If I, I said, if I continue sucking my own dick, I'll never leave my house again. I'll never do it because I've got oral sex, food on delivery, all the video games, and every movie known to man. There's no reason to ever leave my house again. So yeah. I stopped doing yoga for a while. You so might as well have the Wally pod at that point. Right. And just feed me the Slurpee. Uh, but then I would also lose that bendability. I'm still very, very flexible, especially I'm like, I think I was 228 yesterday. I'm, I'm a very thick man, uh, but I'm still very, very flexible. It's necessary for my job for me to be flexible. Yeah. For me to sort of be able to bend around. Don't lick your butthole on the couch. Please. Okay. Everybody's jealous. Just come here. Come here. Lay down. Be a good boy. Be a good baby. Okay. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Uh, I'm very flexible. I love doing yoga still, but I know there's a limit to the yoga I should do. I started getting real into like the bends and holds and turns. and Yoga is supposed to be preparatory work for meditation, not... Um, dick meditation. You don't think you can meditate with your own dick in your mouth? <sighs> Let me... Don't answer that. Uh, I don't know. But that's... I mean, that's what I was dealing with. And it was a long time ago. So you've just got to... We're going to scale the mountains of Tibet to find a monk to ask that question. I'm not asking a monk about that. You know monks are sucking their own dicks. You know monks are sucking their own dicks. That's 100%. You don't go disappear into a... A monastery somewhere on a mountain and only eat rice and be doing yoga all day in your orange dress to not suck your own dick. That's just a fact. All right. I'm sorry to break the news to everybody, but monks are given self fellatio. That's the facts. I stand by that. I put $100 on the table right now that 80% of monks suck in their own dick. All right. You don't end up mummifying yourself by choice. Until you've just realized, like, nah, I've gone too far. Yeah. And it's just, I've, I've yeah. experienced all the pleasures of this earth. What else is left for me here? I was awoken a bit too early because Spirit Airlines does this thing <laughs> where they change the time of your flight without telling you. Ugh. So I was supposed to take off at 1130. So I was like, I'll wake up at 9. I'll be cautious. Oh, yeah. No. Woke up at 9, and they were like, your flight takes off at 11, which means it boards at 1030, which means I have an hour and a half to get... 30 minutes down to the airport. So weird. What? I don't know. He's they are so weird today. They're very weird today. They're both very weird. He's just licking the sofa. Um, so I said, fuck it. I'm going to call an Uber. And thank God it was raining. So I was glad I didn't try to walk to the station. I get down there. I like. I left my house at 917, which I was already like, I'm so behind. Like I was like, I hope Bebop's going to be okay. He was fine. You're wonderful. You take care of Bebop. I'm so good at this Atlanta airport that I got to the airport, checked a bag, and got through security by 9.52. It was incredible. Like, I'm so good at just, like, flying right through. Uh, made the flight just fine. Listened to the Hives album. Was a little mad I didn't just sleep in even Wait, longer. is there a new Hives There's album? There's a new Hives album, and Fuck. it goes in. Uh, yeah. Jelenpel uh, Onkvist from Sweden. Kvitsa Singer. He's always got something up his sleeve. They're my favorite theater group. They're great. They're a super theater group. And they wear their little suits and they yell and they play their little punk three-chord songs. And I'm fully on board for it. The Hives. It's called like The Death of Randy or something. I don't know. It's sick. It was great. Their albums are like 35 minutes long, so you don't have to sit on it all day. But also, sidebar, this new Miguel song. Have you heard this new Miguel song? No. Oh, my fucking God. Miguel and Lil Yachty just came through with my song of the summer oh shit it is okay beautiful okay and intense and i love it the production on there is just like i don't know it feels like baroque slash futuristic i just like i'm fully on board for whatever miguel's doing and i'm glad miguel is back 
and we loved him on the Coco soundtrack. You know, he did the re-recording of the one song, and then he performed it at the Grammys or the Oscars or something, probably. Miguel. Either way, I get on my flight. I eat my breakfast of peanut M&Ms and Diet Coke, which is my spirit tradition. It's Mm. free for me because I'm a gold member. And I got to Los Angeles. And we had a little bit of time, but I picked up, you know, I've been getting the rental car. Right. And me and Brett had a conversation about this last week with GCW where I said, look, I said, I'm tired of asking you whether or not I get the rental car. So I'm saving you on Ubers. It's cheap for me to get it. Just let me get the rental car. Pay me back for it. He said, it's fine. Just get the rental car. I end up taking like a ton of people to the show. It makes sense. I'm like, I'm going to go into manager mode anyway. I'm going to be like, has everybody got a ride? And then I'm going to take everybody to the show. So I end up taking myself, Allison Catch. John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, and Mance Warner all to the show in my GMC all-terrain SUV vehicle that I picked up. Here's why I'm pointing so out the car I got. So you're upgrading the size of the car each week. Oh, yeah. And it's I'm executive now. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, I get whatever car I want. Here's why I mentioned the GMC. Because I was looking, and I had talked to Brett about who I needed to take to the show. And I was like, mm, I'm glad I got this car. Three rows of seats. But they had a G-Wagon. They had the Mercedes G-Wagon, and I really wanted it. I wanted it so bad, Peter. But I, you know what? For the good of the group, I did not get the Mercedes G-Wagon. And I decided that I would just be a responsible dad. It felt like, you know, when the dad has to get a minivan, you know, instead of like, yeah. he's like, but I don't know, but they have a... Got to sell your Corvette. Got to sell your Corvette. Got to get a minivan. Uh, that's what I did. I did not get the G-Wagon. I will on another occasion, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I haven't decided what car I'm going to get for me in Dark Chic this weekend when we land and drive from Philly to Atlantic City. But it is nice to know that we have a ride already handled back from Atlantic City. Homecoming weekend this weekend. It is always one of the craziest weekends of GCW life. Everybody's there. Everybody's in the same hotel. Everybody's in the same building. The fans are there too. And I don't think I'm going to have time to go in it, but the showboat just opened a water park. Oh, shit. Like a really nice water park. And... I know that, you know, the guy who owns the place or runs the place would be happy to give me a ticket, but I'm also thinking we're not going to get there till like 5.30 Saturday, and then the show Sunday is at 5. I don't know how much water park time there's going to be for me. We'll see. If I can get in there for two hours, I feel like I'm covered. Water parks versus theme parks. Okay, so here's the thing. If I'm... Honestly, theme parks are going to win every time, but if I don't have to worry about anyone else going with me... I love water parks because the problem is when other people go with you and I say this thinking AJ in my mind, they're grossed out by water parks or they think it's nasty or like, I don't care. Right? Like my immune system is cockroach. I'm a cockroach. I'm a cockroach. I'm out here living in the dirt. Uh, My immune system is disgustingly high. I don't get infections very much. I don't get COVID. I don't get anything. And you know what? Did you pee in the water? Go for it. I don't give a shit. Pee doesn't affect me. I'm riding the rides. I'm riding the slides. I'm sliding the rides. I'm sliding the slides. I love water parks. I remember going to, there's one at Lake Lanier Island that was lit. I went to with my family when we were younger. I don't think I can go anymore. Lake Lanier is like killing people because of the bacteria. Uh, But there's also one at Six Flags. I think it's also the people are killing people. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, AJ was real freaked out yesterday because somebody was robbed for their French bulldog up by... Uh, what's the station? The one above Midtown. doesn't matter. Uh, guy got robbed and killed for his French bulldog. And he was like, what if they do this to us? And I was like, thank God we have mutts that are not $3,000 dogs. Uh, I love my mutts. I wouldn't choose, you know, to not get a mutt. I think they're perfect. Little muddy boy. But it is sad that people are robbing people for their designer dogs. Lucy would annoy whoever... stall her so much i would be so pumped if someone tried to steal lucy because they'd be like they wouldn't know how to handle lucy no lucy once you understand lucy she's just a doll yeah and she needs a lot of attention i won't deny that and she's particular about what she wants she'll bark at you like i had cranberry in that room last night while we were streaming and i had those two out here and she really wanted to see cranberry so she just waited at the door and let me know that she wanted to see cranberry yeah. they finally all just come and hung out in here and it was fine but she just like if, until she kind of gets what she wants she's going to let you know yeah. she wants something yeah. and you know what she wants she's very direct about it 
and there's like one of four things you can ask her and she'll tell you and she knows and she does her pitter patter feet and she's perfect and lovely but I don't think a normal person who hasn't had experience with no. Lucy like it took me and Lucy a little while to get yeah. to that point too the first time the two of y'all watched Lucy for me I got a text from AJ going what the fuck is wrong with your dog she's so <laughs> crazy she won't stop barking at me <laughs> Uh, I love you, her. You didn't give her what she wanted. Yeah, what did she want? You didn't give her what she's vocal about what she wants. Got to give her what she wants. Look, communication is healthy. Yeah, she's a communicator. Speak up if you want something. Speak up and right. let everyone know. Let them know. She was very sweet. We cuddled Thursday night while you were at work. She wanted to come in there. I was like, I'm going to bed. Me and Bebop, and she was still at the door. And I said, Just come get in the bed. And they were all in the bed with me, just cuddled up. It was so cute. I love it. It's nice to have people who want to be there with you. I say people yeah. and I mean dogs, but it's like, it's lovely yeah. that they're like, we want to hang out with you. And yeah. You're like, oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. That's my social life right now. It's you, AJ, and these dogs. That's the only people I'm hanging out with that I'm not getting paid to hang out with. <laughs> so we got to the UCC and I, I told a bunch of people this while we were there. The UCC, the Ukrainian Cultural Center, it is haunted, but I think it's the good kind of haunted. Because I've had so many crazy moments in that room. Uh, so many great wrestling matches with so many like unpredictable opponents. Psycho Clown, Kenny King, uh, Paro. Well, that's expected. Uh, and now, Jacob Fatu, Eddie Kingston, Ricky Shane Page. These are all people I've wrestled in this room where it's like, it's very, it's my room. What? Other people are good at this room. It's Paro's my room. life looks crazy. All I see is him hanging out with a bunch of twinks without shirts on so, an everyday basis. Brett said, can you come to the L.A. show to Paro? And Paro said, no, we're going to market days in Chicago, which is just like, it's like if pride was hornier, you know? And he's like, we're taking the pups to market days in Chicago. And I, I told him this. I said, Paro. And I, you know, heat and, you know, we were feuding all the time, but also he's talking to me about his fucking pups. And I said, Paro, this sounds like a second job. Like this sounds like you have an alternate job where you're keeping care of grown men. And I don't like, it's not my type of gay, My, you know what my type of gay is? You leave when it's time. <laughs> and his type of gay is you take them on adventures you know, he's just, and also, like, I guess they don't have to do as much laundry because you're right. The only thing they're wearing is fucking harnesses yeah. and glow sticks. <laughs> it's just circuit parties. And I'm guessing, like, you got to feed the bears, you know, like these bears need to eat, but they also seem to just like live off of daiquiris. I don't know. Like, it's just daiquiris, harnesses, and glow sticks. And that's their whole fucking, that's all you do for the weekend. So, no, Paro did not make it to this show. Now, Jacob Fatu, a member of the Fatu family, uh, that whole dynasty of just like Samoan wild island. So who is who is that dynasty? Who okay. are? Let's let's get into the You need your nails clip, baby. Yes, you do. All right, this is gonna be good. I asked him the story. I said, uh, I was with Big Kish, Rikishi, the original Fatu. And he said, uh, I said, do you think, is this common that he was listening to the NW Wolfpack song just while chilling at the table? And he was like, yeah, dude, that's big quiche. That's what he does. And I was like, of course it is. So uh, the Anoa'i family and Anoa'i is how they are pronouncing it. Anoa'i. is a family of professional wrestlers originating from American Samoa. Family members have comprised several tag teams and stables within a variety of promotions. Famous members of the family include Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Roman Reigns, Rikishi, Yakazuna, Afa and Sika Anoi, the Wild Samoans, and uh, the Usos, who are the sons of Rikishi, uh, Umaga, Rosie, who was uh, also in 3-Minute Warning with Umaga, Jacob Fatu, Solo Sikwa, and now I think Zilla Fatu, who is the newest one. Um, the family tree, though, is great. Like the family tree is wild. So, God, this is what, like you you got to go through this on your own. It's a very intense family tree. They're all related in some ways, 
But I will say that Jacob Fatu was talking to me about um, his dad, who is the Tonga kid, who is uh, was in WCW as a Samoa Savage, who is also a member of the family. And he kept telling us about all the wrestlers that would be coming over to his house to eat turkey butt, which is his dad would fry up these turkeys and the ass of the turkey, like the, the back end of that turkey. He's like, wrestlers would come from all over because it was the best thing they'd ever eaten was his fried turkey butt. So... It's an honor to be in there with any members of this family. Jacob Fatu is at MLW right now, uh, kind of just like an unstoppable force. And when I saw the match announced, I was like, is this match really going to happen? Like, is this because it seemed like, you know, sometimes you get matches announced and you're like, yeah, it might happen, might not happen. This match definitely happened. Now, Jacob Fatu is a giant dude. Like you saw a picture of this guy, right? You know, see, just search Jacob Fatu, the Samoan werewolf. Yeah, good grief. Jesus Christ. And I'm going to show you clips from our match later, probably <laughs> when we get off the air. Um, here's what I'm going to say. And this is, I, this sounds shady. It is not shady at all. This is me being very excited. For the first time in three years, Joey Janela told me my match was great. Not good. He said that match was great. And I was like, little tear from my eye. I look up to Joey. You know, like, Joey's crazy. We've been on the road a lot together. But he's also someone who, like, I was a fan at the first spring break. Like, I showed up as a fan at the first spring break because Pero got me in because he was doing security for Gabe that weekend. And this was a part of the, like, Evolve collective that was going on. There was a midnight show, and it did really, really well. And I was like, holy shit. And then I went to the second one as well in New Orleans because uh, Pero snuck me in. Um and then from the third one on, I have been on spring break as a wrestler. And this was something I was watching and going, I think I could do this. Turns out I can fucking do this. But back to Fatu. Here's the thing, dude. I didn't look small against Fatu. I did not look like a little baby boy against Fatu. I look like a grown ass man. And we went the fuck in. I, he is so agile and does a lot of cool high flying stuff. I mean, he was giving me top rope runners. I gave him a top rope code red. Uh, I survived the fucking pop-up Samoan drop. I was doing dives out of the ring. Like it was, both of us were on that level of like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking see what happens. Let's go crazy. And then at the end, he did get a little frustrated and continued to beat the fuck out of me and was going to jump on me again. And thank God, Mance Warner came to save my life. But Fatu was too much for both of us. Took took Mance out with a chair and he moonsaulted on top of both of our bodies at the same time. And at one point, me and Mance are laying on top of each other. Well, Mance is on top of me. And I see there's a giant Samoan man flying through the air. And I whispered, I hope our dicks don't break. Because it was like we were going to get crushed on each other. And our cocks were going to rub against each other and then snap. And it was going to be like, we both had to like live with the fact that we could never have children. Uh, because we smacked our cocks together by being crushed by a Samoan man. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was scary. It, it was very painful, though. I should have been more worried about our rib cages collapsing on each other and not our nuts because we bounced off each other. It did not feel good. Uh, we did survive the incident, which was nice. But I will say in Los Angeles, you're up. You're with your friends. The time difference is fucky as hell. It's hard to sleep in Los Angeles. And the weekend we had ahead was a deep weekend, Peter. I was going from Los Angeles to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so I thought to myself, me and Allie are going to all three dates together. Allie had a great women's four-way match Friday. Uh, we had a pretty early flight into Edmonton. I said, well, I didn't sleep much last night. Let me try to sleep on this plane. And I'm going to be cautious how I tell this story, Pitar, because uh, I don't want it to come across the wrong way to people who like to be scandalous. It's not scandalous. I took two Dramamine uh, while I was in line to get on the plane. And I sit on the plane, and this hot-ass Lebanese dude is sitting a seat over from me, Peter. And very Canadian Lebanese guy who's studying medicine for some reason overseas and sometimes comes to L.A. I don't know. We started chatting. He switched middle seats with a guy to talk to me. And we started chatting, and we just talked for three hours while I was delusional on fucking Dramamine. And... It got, it was a strange conversation, Peter. I'm just going to say that. It was a strange conversation that I was quite intrigued by. Uh, 
He told me he I th- he thinks he was straight. I don't know. It didn't feel that way. I, I did feel his pecs up by his request. Okay. He did request it. And then we got off the plane eventually when we landed in Edmonton. And Allie was like, I kept hearing your voice talking to somebody back there because she was way up in the plane. I was like, yep, uh, this is my new friend. We've been talking for three hours. He's really interested in my wrestling career. And I felt his pecs. And she's like, what? And she was like, did you sleep? And I was like, nope. And she's like, so you're just on Dramamine just delusionally talking to some Lebanese guy? And I'm like, yep, we should go get Donair, which is a Lebanese food, because I was hungry for Lebanese food at that point. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I felt I felt like I was entering my old queen era, where I'm like, like part of me was like, I'm going to be gay or not. I'm going to be like, I'm like a regular dude. And now I'm like, I'd love to watch you boys do laundry sometime. Like that's sort of, I'm turning into just like the old queen who's like, I don't want to, I don't need the responsibility of fucking you, but I sure would like to watch you do activities. That's sort of the gay I'm turning into. And I said I wouldn't do it, but now I'm just like, I'm turning into just like the crystal Southern aunt who's like, you boys need a little more tea. Is that what you want? It's getting certainly hot out here if you'd like to take your shirts off, but it's not, I don't want to like. I don't know. If you ask me to feel your pecs, I'm going to feel your pecs. He did tell me some wild Canada Day stories, which you've never celebrated Canada Day, have you, Peter? No. I When I was 20, I went to Canada with a bunch of friends. We just left in the middle of the night and drove 26 hours to Nova Scotia. And I got to celebrate Canada Day there. And boy, the 4th of July is some it's some is some stupid shit compared to what they do in Canada Day, where we just bar hopped for four hours and then ended up at a hockey arena to get hammered. People are crazy drunk. Uh, I remember throwing up in a cup at some point. You pee outside of buildings. It was just, it was a wild good time. Canada Day is lit. Now, I know there's some controversy now with Canada Day because of all the poor treatment of indigenous peoples. And so I hope, and this was a discussion I had with this fellow, that we can find a better way to celebrate Canada Day that is inclusive of the indigenous people and their culture and what they've done for Canada and doesn't overlook the fact that white people and settlers who came to Canada have fucked up uh, a lot of their you know, cultural Mm -hmm. and family bloodlines. Like we have, there are specific stories about people being sent to America so they can cut off bloodlines of indigenous tribes that are happening in Canada. Like it's very dark, disgusting shit. So I hope that we can be inclusive in the future of indigenous people in Canada day and hearing his story from Canada day. uh, He was banned from the stampede for a long time, which I thought the Calgary stampede was just a, an event that is done by, um, Bret Hart when there's wrestling no it turns out it's a real festival and I didn't know a real Calgary stampede takes over the whole town oh Canada my home and native land true patriot love in all thy sons command with open arms we see thee rise the true no strong and free sorry that's they got a cool national anthem. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we made it to Edmonton, and we went out for Donair. Uh, Ali did not like the Donair. Oh, no. I love Donair. The Lebanese gyro. <laughs> uh, it's with a sweet sauce. It's a good meat. I got some onions with mine. You still have it in a pita-like bread. It's very tasty, and it filled me up. But I will say this. No offense to Lebanon or Canada. I pooped so much after I ate Donair. Like, it was kind of unprecedented how much I pooped after I ate Donair. After this, we were with uh, with one of the ladies who was driving us around, picking us up. She said, do you guys want to go anywhere? We've got a little time to kill. And at first, I was thinking of, like, monuments, and they've got that giant shopping mall there uh, that's slightly larger than the Mall of America. It's run by Saudis in Edmonton. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's a very busy mall. And I said, can we go to the cemetery? She was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. Like, I want to go to the Canadian cemetery. So we went and we drove around the beautiful Canadian cemetery and saw the biggest rabbits I've ever seen. They're going to be in the vlog. Now, part of the vlog got cut off because my phone died halfway through this trip. 
but it was okay because I still got footage of these beautiful, like, you know how you see a jackalope and it's like a fake animal with horns? Yeah. These look like jackalopes without the horns. Like they were huge, big eared, giant rabbits running around the cemetery. Like Bebop or Lucy size? I mean, probably more Bebop size rabbits, but they're just, they look so large and they've got those longer legs than like the little bunnies. You know what I mean? Like they've got the real like athletic legs. Mm-hmm. So maybe like Lucy front legs and Bebop fur kind of a deal. But they were beautiful and we rode around and saw them. Now we did also have to go get some Canadian snacks. You know about Canadian snacks? They're different. They're different. Now, one thing they do really well that is much like the UK, their chocolate is so good. Right. Uh me and Allie vehemently disagree on what chocolates are good there. I got some peanut toffees. I got some coffee crisps. And then we were talking about Smarties. Now, in Canada... I like Smarties. I grew up on Smarties. On the Canadian Smarties? Like the the chocolate ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. And they've got an, a crunchier shell than an M&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not like Smarties in the States, which are like... Up there, they call them Rockets. Smarties are called Rockets, and M&Ms are called Smarties. I don't know. There's a whole scheme to it. But then we had to get some chips. You know about Canadian chips? Ketchup? Ketchup chips. Now, Allie mm. likes the ketchup chips better, which I like ketchup chips. I think they're delicious. I think they're tangy. I think they're uh, very unique in flavor. But I also like the uh, all-dressed chips. The all-dressed chips, I can't even describe the flavor to you, but they're all-dressed, and they are the most delicious chip. I just want to... They're like they're like a mild barbecue, but with a little more paprika mm. and maybe some like there's a little more herbal to it, and they're just very very good and crispy and delicious. And I enjoyed every bit of those all dress chips. And then we had the ultimate Canadian tradition, Starbucks. Uh, they got Starbucks everywhere. Thank God, as a global citizen, sometimes I just need a fucking iced coffee. And I went and had a delicious iced coffee with two pumps of mocha and oat milk, uh, no classic. And we were ready for the show to begin. Now, Top Talent uh, Entertainment, this wrestling promotion, they've been growing steadily, rapidly. And this is their first show that's going to be on Fight TV. And it's the first time Effie's been in the main event for the championship. Crazy, right? Allie was not in my match. This is, And this is going to be uh, controversial. I love having Bussy on the road together. And we don't always have to be in each other's matches. Like we can show up and be divided and be just as strong. And Allie won her match. So now I felt a bit of pressure. The shows have been growing exponentially. There's been more people coming to the shows. People there love Effie. They love Bussy. They love Allie. This was her debut. And in the main event, I faced Ava Lawless for the championship. I had no idea how hard that match was going to be. And I'm pretty sure she would have beat me. If I wasn't kind of a schemer, and you can catch the match on Fight TV and decide for yourself, but I'm a little bit of a schemer, and I won the championship, and then immediately was presented with a Japanese-style Uncle Tetsu cheesecake. (laughs) They said, do you want some Uncle Tetsu cheesecake, champ? And I said, yes, yes, I do. And I had an Uncle Tetsu cheesecake, and I told them uh, I was honored to be their champion, and that they could hold the belt for me. (laughs) I love it. It's a very heavy, real, giant, sick belt. And I will be returning there October 20th. And I think I might have another Canadian date there, too. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, but what a fun show. It It's a show that starts on time, that ends on time. Um, last time we went to the after party where we saw people fighting in the streets, which was pretty sick and crazy when I was with Brian Keith. But this time, we had a choice, which was if we flew out of Edmonton, We would have had to fly to Toronto on a six-hour flight and then sit in Toronto for four hours and then fly on a two- or three-hour flight to Minneapolis. And that's too much traveling. The other option was someone's going to drive us to Calgary two and a half hours away. We'll wait in the hotel for a second, and then we'll fly to Minneapolis direct, and it's only two and a half hours. And I said, this is what I actually want. So we got in the car after the show. The lovely Justin drove us to Calgary. We stopped in the hotel for two hours. I probably slept in the car for an hour, and I probably slept in the hotel for two hours, and then we went to the airport, got everything checked in. Now, one thing I like to do, and this is very rude, when I'm at the airport with Allie, we were flying Delta, which I'm like a Delta 
super prime member, whatever, silver medalliano. And I get both of my bags checked. And we went up in line together to get our passports checked. You're making me go now. I know. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. sleepy. I'm going to chug this coffee. <clears throat> I had to get the cheap coffee this time. It was on sale way too low. $4 a bag for the cheap coffee? It's like, I'd be dumb not to do it. Mm-hmm. We go up to the Delta counter, and I'm with Allie. And we look... Enough like a heterosexual married couple. Like, I look weird, and she's a little weird. We're a little weird. But it doesn't look like we have a rapport. We're very close, obviously. And they said, which bags are you checking? I said, we're checking my two bags. And they said, what about her bag? And I go, she can carry it. (laughs) And to tell someone, and she knows I'm, like, being a dick just to do it, just to see how people react. But to be in line to be like, I'm going to check both of my bags. She can carry her bag is hilarious she doesn't mind doing her carry-on she doesn't want to lose her stuff but just to like set up the person at the counter to be like wait a second this dick he's checking his <laughs> bag so he doesn't have to carry anything and he's making her freaking drag her bag through the airport uh, i will say this is the fastest i've gotten through customs in canada uh last time in calgary i had to wait for a while to get through and i almost missed my flight it was a whole thing this time we just we paraded right through they were like what are you doing we're like we were wrestling. We're going to Minneapolis. And they're like, all right. And then we went through. And there was no line. It was awesome. Now, here's something we saw in line that was strange. This couple had two chihuahuas and a child. And the mother was carrying one chihuahua in the carrier. And the daughter, who must have been three years old, was carrying the other chihuahua in the carrier, like around her neck as best she could. This poor chihuahua, who I noted was named Diva, I think it's put up with a lot of shit because the daughter is just jumping through line with the bag on his neck, on its neck. And the dog's just like kind of taking it and is fine with it and doesn't seem to be concerned even a little bit that whoever's carrying them, it thinks Diva can take the shaking. Diva was, I think Diva was just tired at that point. Diva's been through it all. We got on the flight. We made it. We landed uh, and met up with our two good friends in Minneapolis uh, Warhorse and Dan the dad. And we said, let's go out for breakfast. Let's go out and have a nice meal, which we did. Uh, congrats to Warhorse, who has a baby now. Pretty crazy. Congrats to Dan the dad, who has a very nice bachelor pad apartment, you know, which is, he's, I think he's abandoned his kids. Dan the dad, it's a joke because he doesn't, he's a dad, but he doesn't have, it's not, they're not his babies. The only person from our little, uh, you know, people used to joke that we were only over because of Twitter. Me and Dan Housen, Allie, Dan the Dad, and Warhorse. They're like, y'all are only over because of Twitter. To which I say, well, who's on Twitter? Is it people? Because it, it seems like we're over with people who use Twitter, which is people. So there's a very confusing argument you're making here. Either way, we're still out there having banger-ass matches, doing shit, holding it down, selling merch, and we're still over on Twitter. So shut up. Shut your mouth, stupid idiots. Stupid. It's stupid what they say. Either way, we went to this beautiful restaurant. Uh, what was it called? The Buttered Ten. Now, two things I like about the Buttered Ten. This is like a restaurant you would go and sit down in and be served, but you just order your food at the front, number one. Number two, gratuity is already included. So you just add a 20% gratuity, and you're going, yeah, because, well, and, you know, someone made a point. Well, what if you wanted to tip more? Well, I'm sure you could tip more if you wanted to tip more, if you felt like it. But holding people to a minimum gratuity, which is built into the bill, is genius because there are a lot of people out there who do not tip. And they are rude, and they think they can get away with it. And uh, yeah, you're right. The system sucks that we set servers up on where they have to rely on tips, and we can pay them below minimum wage to show up and do a very difficult, demanding job. So I think holding people to the bare minimum of gratuity is the best thing we can do, and that restaurant ran like a fucking machine. Like, as soon as you put in your order, it's moving. Orange juice made, coffee made, uh, blueberry hand pie in my hand. Uh, had a beautiful burrito, had an egg sandwich, probably ate too much. I'm just, I'm sounding it out, probably ate too much. Also had a, uh, what did I have? What was that thing? It was delicious, whatever it was. Maybe it was some kind of pie. I think it was pie. I think I had a piece of pie too, had coffee. And then after that, and it's, I'm telling you all these foods to make a point, which is Dan and Warhorse and Allie were like, we're going to go to the gym. And I was like, absolutely not. 
I said, y'all have fun. I got my own Uber and I just went to the venue and I took my ass a nap because I had not been sleeping at all this weekend. And I blame the Lebanese boy for being handsome and talking too much and let me feel his pecs on the plane. And he didn't let me sleep. And then I had to sleep in that hotel for an hour. And then I tried to sleep on a plane. I said, I'm going to take a nap. I took a nap. It was beautiful. And then we're doing an outdoor beer festival show for First Wrestling. Now, I'm going to return to First Wrestling for the Mall of America show in like three weeks. Is it three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. We'll be at the Mall of America, September 8th and 9th. 8th is the Fan Fest where people can come through and do the meet and greet. 9th is the Mall of America show where there's not a lot of meet and greet time. So that's why we do it the day before. And at that point, we will have had our live podcast. We will have had Big Gay Brunch. It's it's all coming up. And then I go to England and then I go to Germany. All in the span of a very short amount of time, Peter. Very short amount of time. Then I come home and then I go to Japan and then... And then I think I collapse. I think I'm going to take that weekend off. That's 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 a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's it's fine. I asked for this. My blessings are bountiful. That was one thing I kept noticing this weekend. My blessings are bountiful, but doesn't mean I'm not allowed to be tired or over certain aspects of yeah. things or a little bit particular about what I want. But I have noticed that a lot of the uh, issues that I've faced in the past, I have found solutions to them. And it's sort of like I'm becoming more aerodynamic in the sense that there's less in my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me to get to the fruit of the matter. Now, this Bauhaus show, this Brewhouse show, Bauhaus Brewhouse, number one, they had this root beer on tap. It was delicious. Number two, I love everybody on the roster at First Wrestling. Number three, fuck Darren Corbin and Heavy Metal Lore. They beat the shit out of Bussy. I am in so much pain when I got home. I think that's the first thing I said to you is I am in so much pain. Yeah. I had the shit beat out of me. I was bleeding everywhere. I had my face put through a table with a giant cutter. I had chairs thrown against me. Uh, I had people yelling at me on the floor going, get up, get up to help Allie. And I'm going, I'm in fucking pain. She can handle herself for a minute. Let me fucking lay on the floor for a second here. I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling right here. I've been traveling nonstop. I've been getting beat up every night. I had a 300-pound Samoan man falling on me 20 times. I had Ava Lawless trying to break my fucking neck with these Ranas. And I'm now having a street fight with Darren Corbin, who doesn't like me, and Heavy Metal Lore, who's seven feet tall. And he chokeslammed me on a chair two minutes into the fucking match. And I'm going, can y'all give me a fucking second? Can y'all give me a second while you yell at me on the floor? I think she's capable. Let her be capable. Let her handle her shit for a second. But then they started stapling $20 bills to her face and ass. And I was like, I got to get in there and help. And then I tried to get in there and help and got dropped on a chair again. And my fucking face busted open. And it's just a lot. It's a lot at once. It's a lot all the time. And it feels... Uh, very painful. Let me just cue to the end. We won the match. We won the fucking match. And then Darren Corbin got up and attacked me again with a chair. About broke my elbows. And then we were saved. The day was saved. And this is why maybe I should keep doing the Big A Brunch. Because Devon Monroe came in there and saved the shit out of us. And ran in and beat the fuck out of Darren Corbin. And I said, you know what? That's very kind of you, Devon Monroe. To give back to those who have given to you. I put Devon Monroe on all the time. Devon Monroe versus Rico Gonzalez. going to be a sick-ass match at Big Gay Brunch 7. And now, here we stand. I have them coming to help me, which is, it made me feel very appreciated and loved and wonderful. And after this, uh, Billy Starks bought us a pizza for the hotel. And did you know they stuffed pepperoni into the stuffed crust with the cheese? What? Yeah. She got a pepperoni cheese stuffed crust pizza and cheesy bread. And got me a Pepsi. Just the kindest, sweetest girl. She's a TV star now, and she's still looking out for the indies. It's almost like when you got to bring grandma her meal, you know? And she's like, okay, come here. I got you some pizza. And you're like, oh, thank you. I'm in pain. Everything hurts. And you're like, you're a young lady now. Thank you. (laughs) I woke up. I flew out of Minneapolis. I uh, had to fly through Chicago, which I'm not fond of necessarily not that i'm not fond of chicago i'm not fond of non-direct flights i don't like taking two flights to get home but it worked out just fine i made it home and now look at us look at us here we are we're here we made it we survived we're gonna do a live podcast together we have a awesome patreon at weekend at effies.com 
The new mini-sode, I think, is pretty lit. I love it. I like recording the mini-sodes first just mm-hmm. because like, there's certain things I can get out of my system that are a little more Patreon-appropriate. And I just mean like having certain things behind a paywall makes it less clickbaity when people hear it because I feel like I'm just speaking to friends instead of speaking to the general public who can all access the knowledge I'm putting out there. But if you want to support it, it would be wonderful. Weekend at Effies.com. I think you get a lot of cool things with it. It's going to update a little bit with the new year, new month, not new year, new month. Yes, yes. we are. We are getting closer. We are getting closer. And what a benefit to have, have you protect my little son here. Oh, look at the Was baby. Was he a good boy? He was a good boy. He's a good boy. He's just napping up here right now. Looking so cute. Little sleepy guy. Oh. oh, that's how I feel right now. He was up with his other sister last night hanging out. It is a nappy day. I've got some I've got some errands to run though. I gotta take this mattress to the Lost and Found Youth. We're doing a donation. Oh. You know, it's better I love than them. better than throwing it out. Yeah, we love them. We love they them. updated recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's all different. I want to go in. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going in now. I'm going to go drop this mattress off. But sometimes I just got to knock knock things out and get them done. Then I'm doing uh, the largest LGBTQ radio show in Australia tonight. Uh, I don't know if it's live or not, but we're going to be talking about the Australia tour coming up. Holy shit. Yeah. So next week I will get back to record with you uh, Monday or Tuesday. And then mm-hmm. I fly out Tuesday night and then... See you next Tuesday. I think I land at 5 a.m. Tuesday the following week. Bless you. Sorry, people. Either way, lots of fun coming up. Lots of awesome support from you folks out there. And now to get to take this to a live stage show, I think we're going to have fun. We're going to have some special guests who I'm not going to tell you about yet. Uh, I can confirm Dennis Rodman is not going to be in our stage show. Very sad. Very disappointing. You know, the other stage shows are, it's us. It's Tony Khan's special interview. It's RJ City's special show. And I think there, there's a Danhausen show as well. So Wild. Wild. We've got some wild stage shows ahead. I think it's going to be very fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out there uh, in Chicago. Chicago land. The Chicagoland area. Have you been to Chicago before? The first time I saw snow was in Chicago. Oh, I love it. There shouldn't be snow this time, I hope. I would hope not. I went uh, full catatonic, sat down on the snow, and had to be brought inside. And uh, You didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. They freeze that shit in the air, and it's confusing. And then the only other memory I have of Chicago was going to some odd, at like, back alleyway thing where we bought candy cigarettes that sounds about right yeah uh i listened to sufjan stevens speaking of chicago while i was working out yesterday it's just not it was not the right move i don't really see sufjan being uh workout music i didn't either and i wanted to give it a go because i was listening to it in the car and i was like i'm just gonna ride this out yeah yeah it was uh it was a weird choice huh not gonna do it again I was having a lot of feelings in the gym, and they weren't how strong I am. They were about feeling vulnerable. (laughs) I felt vulnerable. Do we want to? We have two questions. Oh, yeah. We should definitely do questions. I have a question for them. Who do they think the special guests at StarCast are going to be? It's going to be a little unpredictable. It's not exactly who you think, but who do you think the special guest for Weekend at Effie's Live at StarCast will be? Put your answers on the Patreon or tweet it at me. I don't care. Uh, but if it's on the Patreon, I will respect it deeper because of your generous support. Uh, this is from Julie. What are your go-to foods for zero spoon days, like days you simply cannot anything? Um, like, Am I not allowed to use a spoon on these foods? Just like you're, you get home hungry, not putting any effort towards whatever that food is. What, what, so what do we do? I had one of my favorite meals of all time Thursday night before I left town, which is Haitian style griot, which is a fried pork dish that they marinate in an orange type marinade that comes with a like a a dirty rice and plantains and this very spicy coleslaw called pickles. And I tell you what, watching the two dogs watch me eat that 
was they were struggling <laughs> because they wanted that fried pork so bad. So yeah, it's expensive. I was also thinking the other day, like I do love DoorDash because there's a lot of restaurants where like I love their food, but I don't always feel like I'm like a lot supposed to go there. <laughs> you know, like there's just yeah. cultural differences. And sometimes going to the Haitian restaurant, I just feel like they're like, what is he? What the fuck is he doing in our traditional Haitian restaurant? And so thank God they brought me that Haitian food. I will say meatball subs. Meatball subs as well are top of the list for me when it's just like, let me have it. Yeah. Let me just, let me eat that. Yeah. Um, I will say too, I love Publix chicken fingers. And like a chicken finger sub too is like definitely 6,000 calories. But 100% something I would scarf down. And then ice cream. It's always ice cream for me. I can't deny ice cream. I've really been trying a little bit with the sweets. But also, I had cheesecake last night. So what if, What the fuck am I talking about? It was buy one, get one free. Why am I not going to get cheesecake? We had this delicious, healthy, I had mashed potatoes, spinach, and herb chicken. And then I said, and let me get a cheesecake. It's BOGO. You'll have a cheesecake too, AJ. We'll all have cheesecake. It's good for you. It's protein. Oh, it's got to be good. Yeah. Uh, I got to calm down. Whatever. I'm I'm an excited boy these days. I love it. I love. What it. about you, Pitar? Uh, Thai food. Thai food. Mm-hmm. Are you a pad Thai boy, or are you just like going with something else? I like curries. Curries. Mm-hmm. Your masaman curry is. They bring me back to life. That sounds. It sounds reasonable. I've been eating too many of them lately, though. No, I don't believe it. I think you should eat more curries. More curries. More curry. More mas curry. Masaman curries. Oh my gosh, curries. Uh. Any sweets? Any like sweets you're weak to? I do like ice cream because it's like a forbidden fruit because I'm not really supposed to have it. So like actual, because I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. So, but you had some good dairy-free Ben and Jerry's in mm-hmm. there. It's just it doesn't. It's not, not quite. It's not quite. Um, have you had the uh, like? Are you a sorbet person? No. 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 I think that mango sorbet from Talenti is mm. like premium for me. No. No. No, that actual, because we had actual ice cream the other day, and while it was melting very, very quickly, it... Mm. It was already it was already yeah. a struggle. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to not do this the older I get, but I very much I'm like, food allergies, that just eh, makes it better. I'm a dairyaholic. I don't know if you've noticed, looking in our fridge. I'm yeah. A, I'm a pretty heavy dairy um, boy. I am sometimes astonished at how fast the mozzarella disappears like i see it one day and then the next day i don't see it and i go there's no way that boy ate all that mozzarella peter i will get a pound of mozzarella cheese and eat it in the car on the way home from the gym to the house crazy i'm not playing around like i I, something happened to me this venus retrograde where i can eat two bites and then i'm good like all i had yesterday was almonds like a handful of almonds and i was fine peter i'm telling you i ate a pound of cheese in roughly 10 minutes (laughs) in my car Yeah, it's, I gotta be careful, but my digestion feels great. I'm very strong right now. Uh, We're still in the bulking phase, so I'm not looking to cut any weight at this point, Mm -hmm. but I probably will be a little moodier once I hit that cutting point, which is not going to come. It's, I got another month. Yeah, that's, but I mean, like I'm up, I'm up 25 pounds. I feel heavy. (laughs) I feel strong. I feel heavy. Uh, Okay. This is from Danny. Do you guys have any offbeat movies you guys love? B movie, comedy, horror? I this is hard because I really like all movies. We kind of appreciate all of them for what they are. I do want to say Pee Wee's Big Top is one of the weirdest movies ever made, uh, especially even as far as Pee Wee movies go. That's the newer one, right? No. So no. that was the one that was. So there's Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and then yeah. there's Pee Wee's Big Top, which okay. was like two or three years later. Okay. It was a different director than Burton, but it was even weirder because he ran a circus. But the newer, newer one was like more, it made a little more sense. Mm. Pee-wee's Big Top is very weird. Okay. And I suggest it to everyone. It, I, I don't even know if it's like technically a B movie, but I think it kind of has to fall under that category because yeah. it's not an A movie. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. Does Homeward Bound count as a B movie? Ah, <sighs> Does it? Um, B movie for me, uh, Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. I saw that Chopping one pop Mall? up on the streaming the other day. I haven't watched Chopping it. Chopping Mall rules. Uh, one movie we were talking about the other day, speaking of animals, is Russellmania, which is the Airbud wrestling spinoff. Have you heard of this movie? No. So Nick Cage fought 
John uh, Johnny Valkyrie, aka Johnny Game Changer, uh, and he is the main villain in this movie. And the plot is as follows: uh, the dog wants to be a wrestler, and the kid and his monkey trainer uh, train him to be a wrestler to fight Johnny. And then Johnny injures the dog with a moonsault. She's a rowdy one. She's a vocal girl. Johnny injures the dog with a moonsault and says, if you want to challenge me to a rematch and you lose again because you're losers, I get the dog and the monkey coach. And, you know, me and Johnny have gotten along pretty well. We did Australia together. I see him in a lot of shows. And he said uh, the best actor he's ever worked with in his film career was the monkey. It's the same one from Night at the Museum. It's the same one he's been in a lot of films. He said that monkey is the most talented actor he's ever worked with. The most patient, the most understanding, and just knows his cues and marks, doesn't mess around, really popular monkey. Said it was incredible to work with him. But Russell Mania, the main bad guy, is Johnny Game Changer. Crystal the monkey? Crystal the monkey. And in this movie, I think Crystal the monkey wears a top hat. I... I love that the Wikipedia section for Crystal the Monkey has a personal life section. Oh, what's Crystal up to? Uh, Crystal lives with her trainer in Los Angeles. Other animals live in a home, including dogs, horses, a cat, another fe- uh, another female monkey named Squirt. Uh, That's Crystal, not a who good sleeps no less than eight hours every day, shares the mattress with Gunderson, his wife, and a Chihuahua. So it's two monkeys, a Chihuahua, and two humans sleeping in the bed every night. <laughs> Wow. I have a bed with one dog, and I'm like, y'all are taking up too much space. This is, I mean, starting with 1997 uh, with George of the Jungle. Wow. And all the way up to 2002 in The Fablemans. Wow. Wait, this monkey was in The Fablemans? This monkey was in The Fablemans. Did it play Spielberg's mom? Yes. Oh, no, that was Carrie Mulligan, right? Or was that Michelle Williams? No, it was Crystal the monkey. Crystal the monkey. As, and, oh, wait. Or was it Seth Rogen? <laughs> Seth Rogen played by Crystal the monkey. I don't know. All I'm seeing here is that they were also on animal practice as Dr. Rizzo. So this oh. monkey has played a doctor. This monkey is a doctor. Doctor? It was Annie Boobs and Community. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what he's done everything. So I everything. honestly, I don't think Johnny Game Changer was kidding. I think this is probably one of the most talented actors of our generation. I mean, this is this is this is the best film. Doctor Doolittle, American yep. Pie, Doctor Doolittle Two, Malcolm in the Middle, Garfield the Movie, Fun with Dick and Jane, The Shaggy Dog, Night at the Museum, Failure to Launch. Wow! Are you fucking kidding with me? With McConaughey? Mm-hmm. Wow, man, that's big stuff. 310 to Yuma. The monkey was in 310 to Yuma with Russell Crowe? Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is... We got to go watch the filmography of Crystal. We bought a zoo. Well, of course. I would hope Crystal got the role in We Bought a Zoo. That'd be disappointing. Now, that's Michelle Williams, right? No, that's Scarlett Johansson. Why do I keep wanting it to be Michelle Williams? I don't know. Matt Damon, if you're out there, I still want to beat your ass. (laughs) 